How many of you have been blessed by the Sonship series? It's been powerful. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 4. And then we'll go to Romans chapter 15, 8, verse 15 alone. TPT. First Samuel 18, verse 4. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. <laughs> That's first service energy. Third service, you have eaten panadian before coming. I expect energy. One, two, three, go. Fantastic. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 15, TPT. Romans 8, verse 15, TPT. This one I want us to read um, from, from, the, from the screen. And every time you find you, remove you, put what? I. And we, you, I, I, me, put I on we. So, I, oh, you, you did it for me? You're going to have twins. Thank you. You just, you just did it for me. Let's read. So let's Simeon. Simeon is good. Simeon is good. I love you, Simeon. Let's do it again. One, two, three. Go. Let's read. Glory to God. For we have not to receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba. Abba, Father, we thank you for this moment. We set it apart for the move of the spirit. We decree that you take charge, exceed our expectation. Let Jesus be revealed and we are unveiled. Let your name be glorified. Let your people be edified. Let the devils be terrified. And as the gospel is being preached, I ask that you give me nimbleness of mind, agile thoughts, strengthen this body. Whilst you give your people understanding and, utter, and you give me utterance, I pray this moment, this time is for you, Holy Ghost. Do your thing. And the way you choose to bless us, we will be satisfied. In Jesus' matchless name, and everybody said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Tell your neighbor I'm a son and have a place at the table. Say it again, I'm a son and have a place at the table. One more time, I'm a son and my place is at the table. I said to you last week, some of you, if this is your first time here in the series, you may need to go back to uh, last week's Sunday to understand properly. And Wednesday, and I continue on Wednesday. I said to you last week that the Old Testament was written to servants. The New Testament was written to sons. The Old Testament was written to servants. The New Testament was written to sons. You need to be careful not to read or give to sons an instruction that was designed for servants. Be careful not to give to sons an instruction designed for servant. The Old Testament was written for you. For the Bible says these things were written for our learning. The New Testament is written to you. One was written for you. The other was written to you. Did you hear what I'm saying? One was written for you. The other was written to you. What was written for you was for your information. What was written to you is for your application. 
what was written for you is for your information. What was written to you is for what application. Old Testament was written to servant. New Testament written to sons. So be careful not to take instructions that were designed for servant and presented to son. Can you imagine, if you will, with me in the, in the animation of your imagination that you leave your house expecting a party with your family but you said to your stewards that you guys are going to be eating in the kitchen whilst my family and my guests will be at the table and then you come back to find your children in the kitchen eating by the gas or by the stove or by um whatever you have in the kitchen and then you find your stewards on the table how are you going to feel if you are like me, somebody's going to lose their job. Because you took, my, you took this, the instruction that I gave you for my children, you applied it to yourself and took instructions that were supposed to be for you and you gave it to my children. So the Old Testament was written to servants. The New Testament was written to what? Sons. And the truth is this sonship speaks of inheritance. Sonship is not a matter of gender. So you don't start feeling, no, what of those of us who are women? No. When you hear sonship in scripture is a matter of inheritance. It's not a matter of gender. So whether you are male or female, you are still a son of God. You remember the daughters of Zelophehad? That's why God told Moses, give them that inheritance because in Christ there's neither male nor female. We are no chauvinist, no feminist. We are just one in Christ. Are you listening to me? No Igbo, no Yoruba, no Hausa. So this tribalism that we see even in the body of Christ is a function of the lack of the revelation of the gospel. Once you understand the gospel, there's our tribe is now Christ. We belong to one tribe. It's called what? Christ. That's your tribal man. Christ is our tribe. Not our people said where we are from. No, Christ. Somebody say Christ. Christ. One more time, somebody say Christ. Christ. And I told you, sonship, the, the three S of the believer. Sonship, servant, soldier. Let's say it again. One, two, three, go. No, I didn't hear you. One, two, three, go. Say it again. Louder. One more time. So sonship is our position. Servant is our disposition. Soldier is our attitude or composition. Are you listening to me? But you cannot teach attitude and teach disposition or composition if you have not taught position properly. Position must be taught properly before you move to disposition or composition. Are you listening to me? A child must sit first before he or she crawls. No child moves from rolling to crawling. They first sit properly. In the same way, you must find your seat in your position in Christ first before you start crawling from there or moving from there. So your sitting position is important. And sitting includes what you are doing, LFC and LDC. You go and sit down and learn. Unlearn religion. What I'm dealing with in Lagos is the backlog of 30 years of being in religion. You know, it's easy to preach to people who have never been to church. But to preach to that believer who has been to church all his life, they have religion. That's the problem. Are you now saying? Does that now mean? So you are now inferring? What are you trying to say? Because there's a backlog of garbage in, back, garbage out. And the age of the lie never makes it the truth. And when lie becomes an institution, truth sounds like rebellion. So those of us who are preaching, it looks like, what are you now saying? No, no, it's just the truth. 
And the fact that it has been passed down from generations to us doesn't mean we shouldn't question it. Because guess what? The Bible is available for everybody. My great-grandfather told my grandfather three wise men came to see Jesus. My grandfather told my father three wise men came to see Jesus. My father taught me three wise men came to see Jesus. And I found in the Bible they were not three wise men. But it's just one lie that has been taught. The fact that they brought three gifts doesn't mean that they were three wise men. The Bible says wise men from the East, period. But when you start teaching truth, it's like, wow, what is he saying? He's trying to, we're not trying to shake any table. We're just trying to present you the table. I'm just showing you the table. This is the table. You've been on the wrong table. Come to the right table. And it's the table of what? Sonship. So you must first sit as a son before you understand servitude, before you understand soldier. But you must understand the first, I'm a son. And only sons have access to the inheritance. Religion doesn't want you to have access to your inheritance in Christ Jesus. That's why the devil wants to lock you in any religious stuff. The Bible says we will not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. So there's bondage before. There's bondage again. Look at the Bible. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again. So there is bondage before. There is bondage again. The bondage before is the bondage of sin. The bondage again is the bondage of religion. That's bondage again. Religion. So you get saved. I've said this to you and I'm not going to mice my words. The most important thing after your salvation is your church and your pastor. Because you can be saved, bonded from sin and come to church. There's bondage again. Because they bring you back to religion. If you don't do this, God will punish you. If you don't do this, this will happen. So you start working with God as if, oh, there's a schoolmaster. And they, they, it becomes very tough. That's why your kids don't go to church anymore. They don't understand this God that you've presented to them. It's bipolar. I, as a pastor, son, one time I said, I'm not doing this thing again. This God that just wakes up and decides to kill. Tomorrow wakes up, he will be loving. I'm better than him. Yes, that's what I said. I said, I'm better than this God. I can't do this anymore. No, no, no. Until God began to reveal himself to me in the person of Christ. That, you know, I'm every good and every perfect gift comes from me. There's no shadow of turning with me. I am love. I am life. And when I discipline, I discipline with love. And I began to see the nature of God properly. I am his son. I'm not a bastard. I'm not an orphan. I am his son. It's a father and son relationship. It's not monarchy and, and subject relationship. Because that's what, that's what we understand. So when we hail him as king and we dance around, we, we, oh, he's the king of kings. I'm not saying he's not king. I'm saying that king is your father. It's your father. That's your daddy. That's your daddy. When I go, my daughter doesn't call me pastor, flow, apostle, what's going on? I will just call the mother. Is this malaria? Is this typhoid? She calls me daddy. So I don't need all the protocol name coming to access God. Everlasting father, king of glory. No, I am that I am. I see when you start saying God, and I say, okay, yes. Come on, come on, let's have it. Let's have it. No, 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 no. My daughter comes to me and just says, Daddy, the Bible says we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. We have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, What? Abba, Father. Touch your neighbor, say, It's my daddy. Say it again, say, It's my daddy. Say it again one more time, say, It's my daddy. I have a relationship with him. So you don't take servant instructions and give to sons. Are you listening to me? And listen to me, the way you are behaving tells me what you are feeding on. If you feed on the wrong thing, you'll be behaving like a servant. If you feed on the right thing, you'll be behaving like a son. Habakkuk 2, 2, let me show you something. Pay attention to this. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon the tables. Now see this, that he may run, that readeth it. 
So you are running from what you are reading. So how you run is function of what you are reading. That he may run, that readeth it. So what you are reading shows me how you are running and where you are running to. Ask your neighbor, why are you running? So when you start running away from God, you have read something about God. Somebody has grossly misrepresented God. Someone now say, you know, uh, when you tell me that it is the grace message that's making people to sin, what you are saying is that because we have hospitals, that's why people are sick. I'm going to say it again because I want you to sing. When you, say, when you open your mouth and say things like, this grace message will make people to sin, what you are saying is that it's because we have hospitals, that's why people are sick. Can you see how unintelligent that is? What you should be saying is that it's because people are sick, that's why you have hospitals. Because it's the grace of God that teaches men to behave properly, not the fear of hell. Because this is, this is not a threat message, it's a love letter. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor I'm a son. Say, say I'm a son. Say it again, I'm a son. I'm not a servant. And servants don't have inheritance. Sons, no matter how faithful the servant is, Moses is a faithful servant. He did not have inheritance. I've told you before, the prodigal son, when he got to the father, they told him, wear, wear your shoes. Moses was in the burning bush. They told him, pull your shoes. A servant and a son are not the same. A faithful servant does not have inheritance compared to the prodigal son. He still has inheritance. It's about the promiscuity of God. God's love is powerful. It's promiscuous enough to accept you as you are. Powerful enough to change you into who he is. You, you didn't hear me. The love of God is promiscuous enough to accept you as you are. And powerful enough to change you into who he is. Who, did you see that? His love is, the love knows no boundaries. His acceptance sees no imperfection. So his love receives you as you are, but powerful enough to change you into who he is. That's the love of God. It's powerful like that. And your mind can't grasp it. It's just the love of God. Tell your neighbor, I have an inheritance. Let me show you something about inheritance. Potential. And what? Position. Let me show you that about Acts chapter 30. Acts 20.32. Acts 20.32. Let's read it. It says what? Now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you what? So it is the message of God's grace that is the vehicle of the delivery of your inheritance in Christ. Write it down. The message of God's grace is the vehicle that delivers to you your inheritance in Christ. One more time. The message of God's grace is the vehicle that delivers to you your inheritance in Christ. I commend you to God and the word of his grace that is able to build you up and what? Give you an inheritance. So when you hear the message of God's grace, it delivers to you your inheritance in Christ. So people who don't like grace don't like inheritance. It's the gospel that gives you your inheritance in Christ. Are you listening to me? It's the gospel that brings your inheritance in Christ. No wonder Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So the gospel does not have power. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And somebody said, Amen. amen. Somebody said, amen. amen. You see what I'm saying? So your inheritance. Romans chapter 5, verse 15 to 17a. Let's do this in the whole. Romans 5, verse 15 to 17a. Message. This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tendering life. It is adventurously expansive.
expectant. Greeting God with a childlike, what's next, Papa? Are you saying that? God's spirit touches our spirit and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are. The best way to know who you are is first know who. And we know who we really are. Father and who? And we know we are going to get what's coming to us. And what? Unbelievable inheritance. Tell your neighbor I have an inheritance. Because I'm a son. Say it again. I have an inheritance. Because I'm a son. You are entitled to your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. I said you are entitled to your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Oh my God. I shared this with you last week. Sorry, I don't know if you remember. Jesus died to enact his will. The will is not active until the testator dies. And then he resurrected to enforce it. Just in case there's any litigation, he's around to say, you know what? I am alive now to enforce the will that I died for. Is that not powerful? And left inside of you, the administrator of the will is called the Holy Spirit. So you have full access to your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Are you understanding what I'm saying? He died because until you, next of kin, nothing for you until the person dies. No, you, are, you are not getting anything. So, so it was, that's why Jesus had to die. He died to what and not that will. Now, because I've buried my dad and I've been a pastor for 22 years, I know that even when people die, there will still be litigations about the will. So he resurrected himself to enforce the will. So you cannot say, no, 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 I'm alive. There's no chance. He resurrected to enforce the will and left inside of you the administrator of the will. It's called the Holy Ghost. That's when you pray in the spirit, you are praying the will of God. Oh, oh, are you listening to me? When we say the will of God, I'm not saying you're praying the feelings of God. You're praying the will so you so I want to go to Abuja as I'm praying to go to Abuja I start praying in tongues what I'm saying in tongues father make sure I don't travel lest I miss the opportunity in Lagos because I'm praying the will of God how be it his wicked mystery his mind is unfruitful are you listening to me so when you pray in the spirit you pray what the very will of God oh Paul's secret I pray in tongues and you all that's what Paul is saying. If you add your prayer time together, it's not up to my tongue time. So we pray in tongues. Because when we pray like that, we pray very, the very will of God. Because he died to enact his will. He resurrected to what? Enforce his will. Somebody say glory. So you are a partaker of the, of the inheritance in Christ Jesus. Stay with the gospel. Only the gospel can deliver to you your inheritance. The law has never delivered inheritance. The law has never delivered inheritance. Even Moses couldn't take the people to the promised land. Oh, you got it? Moses couldn't. Moses showed them, but he couldn't because the law cannot take you into the promised land. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Die well. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give to them. Even the children of what? So Moses died. Moses couldn't take them to the promised land. It was Joshua. Joshua means Jesus from the word Yeshua. So even in the Old Testament, God was giving us types and shadows that the law, oh, somebody got it. The law cannot deliver the inheritance. 
you will need a Joshua to take you to the promised land. Joshua means Jesus. So, the, oh, shadow, scope. In the Old Testament, God was telling us in types and shadow that Jesus would have to take you to the promised land. The law cannot deliver inheritance. John chapter 1, verse 17. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So if you're waiting for law to give you your inheritance, so every time you expose yourself to the law, you are removing yourself from your inheritance. You are depriving yourself from your inheritance. So that's why you need to stay with the message of the gospel, the message of his death, his burial and resurrection. Not this motivational speech, Sunday morning acquired to perspire to recover the container. No, I'm talking about Jesus. Upon this rock, I will build my church. That rock is the revelation of Jesus. Unto him, Jesus, shall the gathering of the people be. Not this month of March. Let's do um, March something. March away to the... And we, and we like those things. We, because, you know, our phobias came from idolatry. And so they wanted something to just... Just a, a remix of Amadioa inside church. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, no, the, the, the law can't give you your inheritance. What do you think happened to the prodigal son? He lost, in his, he lost his inheritance, the prodigal son, and came back, and guess what he had? Let me show you Lamentations. Lamentations, Lamentations. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. Lamentations 3, 22. Can we read this together at the count of three? One, two, three, go. No, 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 no. That's not how you read it. One, two, three, go. Because his compassions fail not. Next verse. They are new every morning. Great is thy faith. Continue. The Lord is. Somebody say the Lord is my portion. I say it. I say the Lord is my portion. Loud. I say the Lord is my portion. What I'm saying to you is that our inheritance is Jesus. His inheritance is us. As sons. I'll explain to you. The prodigal son lost his portion. When he came back to his father, the father became his portion. It was the father that pulled his ring. So what he had was still the father's portion. Now I can lose my portion because mine can change. But if the Lord is my portion, there's nothing you can do about that. Oh, oh, you, oh, ah! Say the Lord is my portion. It would be unfair for the father of the prodigal son to give to this son the older brother's inheritance. So he didn't say, oh, your, young, your older brother has not used this one. Come and use this one. He said, no, I am now your portion. Take my ring. Take my garment. The Lord will provide himself a lamb. God will sort. Are, are you understanding? Take my portion. The Lord is my portion. That means my inheritance is Christ. My riches is in Christ. My ability is Christ. Everything Christ. No Christ is just Christ. Somebody say Amen. Somebody say amen. Lift your right and say the Lord is my portion. Say the Lord is my portion. Let me, Psalm 16. See what David said, Psalm 16. One, two, three, go. Let's read. Thou maintainest my Lord. That means the Lord is my portion, my inheritance. You are my Lord. You are my portion. And you maintain my, I like the next verse. It says, lines are falling unto me unpleasant places. Yea, I have a God. Oh, you don't understand what poor David was saying now. David saying, the Lord is my portion. is my inheritance. When he was talking about the lines are falling unto me unpleasant places, the best way to describe it, eh, 
Now God, they give me the six six for Ludo when I take the enter house. Are you understanding me? That God knows how to give me the six six in the Ludo game of life because he's my portion. He cannot fail. I cannot fail. His name is at stake. If he fails, we have failed. Because we are joint heirs with Jesus. As he is, so are we in this world. Relax. I say you cannot fail. And it's not about you. It's the name that is at stake. You cannot go to the ground. You cannot go to the ground. Why? Because he is my inheritance. The Lord is my portion. Somebody say it again. The Lord is my portion. Shout it again. Say the Lord is my portion. Say it again. Say the Lord is my portion. Affirm it. Say the Lord is my portion. Glory to God. So for sonship, important thing is our inheritance. is in Christ. That's why we keep exposing ourselves to the message of the gospel because that's what delivers to us our inheritance. The next thing I want to talk about, and this is very, very, very powerful, is our possibilities. Somebody say possibilities. Oh, I didn't hear you say possibilities. Shout it again, say possibilities. Now, I have said to you, listen to me carefully, that the, that the Old Testament was written to who? Uh-uh. Written to who? The New Testament written to who? Now, when I talk about New Testament, I'm not talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That's not New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John cannot be New Testament because the Bible says until the testator dies, the testament is not active. So you can't read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John and call it New Testament. They are eyewitness account of Jesus. Jesus himself speaking, he says the New Testament is in my blood. It's in my blood. Until the testator dies, the testament is not active. So what you have in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John is and it is powerful substantiating that divinity became humanity that Jesus walks this earth and hold up stay with me now Matthew Mark Luke and John which shows us the substantiating Jesus walking on earth is now the template for the believer on how to walk the earth so we walk the earth like our prototokos walk the earth you, you, you got it you get it so that thing that is eyewitness account of Jesus now becomes our template to walk the earth Hey. Are you listening to me? Oh, I explained to you. Oh, I love it. I love it. So it now shows me how, because the sun walked the earth, and I am the sun. So I have to watch the way the sun walk because the sun, the prototype, the prototokos. So because the sun is in me and is living his life through me, that's how I now walk the earth. Oh. So when you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, when you see Jesus healing blind Bartimaeus, you are not blind Bartimaeus. You are the Jesus. As he is, that is your prototype. The problem is when we read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see Jesus healing blind, you say, Father, anyway, I'm blind, you heal me. No, the believer is not the sick trying to be healed. The believer is the healed enforcing his healing. So when you see the woman with the issue of blood touching Jesus, you are not the woman with the issue of blood. You are Jesus walking the earth and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. It means that everywhere you go to, you are dispensing the life of God. You are dispensing the spirit of God. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Christ in us is the hope. Shout glory! So when you see Jesus shouting, Lazarus, comfort, you are not Lazarus. 
who needs to be loosed and let him go you are Jesus because you resurrected you came forth as resurrection he died for you he died as you when he was buried you were buried with him when he resurrected you resurrected with him now you are seated in Christ in heavenly places far and above principalities and powers as he is so are we in this world I am in Christ justified he is in me glorified Christ in me is the full experience of glory I'm not the sick trying to be healed I'm the healed enforcing my healing and dispensing my healing touch your neighbor say neighbor Jesus lives inside of me if you feel sick right now come hear me rub my body touch come close to me come close to me just say neighbor if your neighbor is not sure find another neighbor say just touch me just touch me Jesus is moving inside of me open up come on say neighbor he's living inside of me he's in here right now as he is so am I even in this world shout yes somebody so I'm not I'm not the sick trying to touch say touch me one more time oh Lord oh touch me Lord touch me oh touch me touch what he lives in me in him I live what 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 other touch do you need draw me close to you get born again brother once you are born again he lives inside of you he's moving inside of you glory so guess what that's what makes that's your possibilities that's your possibilities that's how you walk on water that's how you do what you have to do Jesus walked on water I can walk on water Jesus healed the sick I can heal the sick Jesus raised the dead dead Jesus was never stranded I can never be stranded Jesus walked on water I can walk on water Jesus healed the sick. I can heal the sick. I said, Jesus raised the dead. I can raise the dead. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded. I said, Jesus walked on water. I can walk on water. Jesus raised the dead. I can raise the dead. Jesus healed the sick. I can heal the sick. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded. What to Jesus, 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 Jesus. Everybody bad, 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 bad. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I see you, boy. I see you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus walked on water. I can walk on water. Jesus healed the sick. Jesus raised the dead. I can raise the dead. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded, stranded. Jesus walked on water. I can walk on water. Jesus healed the sick. Yeah, I can heal the sick. Jesus raised the dead. Come on, I can raise the dead. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded. Let's go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Everybody
father, my 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 father, when he was buried, you were buried with him. When he resurrected, you resurrected with him. Now you are seated in Christ in heavenly places. Father, my principalities and powers. Jesus, heal the sea. I can heal the sea. Jesus, raise the dead. I can raise the dead. Jesus walked on water. I can walk on water. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded. Jesus healed the sick. I can heal the sick. Come on. Jesus raised the dead. I can raise the dead. Jesus healed the sick. I can heal the sick. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded. Come on. As he is, so am I in this world. Shout What do you say? 
We need an album. Album is coming out. It's gonna be lit. The album is the life album. Jesus is life. Jesus is life. So when you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you see Jesus feeding 5,000. Jesus feed 5,000. I can feed 5,000. Jesus raised the dead. I can raise the dead. Jesus walked on water. I can walk on water. Jesus is never stranded. I can never be stranded. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Yo, sit down, yo, sit down, sit down now, man. Let's go. Yo, sit down, man. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, guys. We grew up differently. I grew up in Benin City, 052, 053, 054. I wasn't told when witches and wizards said they were going to have a meeting in Benin. Archbishop of the house said it's not going to happen. Somebody said to him, ah, let God fight. He said, I don't need God in this matter. I am here. Elijah, not born again, says, at my word, there shall be no rain. That's what Elijah said. Though. That means God did not inspire me. I inspire myself to say, because it's not actually not the nature of God to just close the heavens for three and a half years. God cannot inspire that. You must know who God is. Everything written in the Haggios Graphe is truly stated. But not everything is a statement of truth. It's not God. That's why God came rebuking Elijah that he sent that fire from heaven. You know not what manner of spirit you are of. He says, at my word, there shall be no rain. My word. I traveled this weekend and I don't know what this particular brother saw. I don't know what dream he had. I don't know who prophesied to him. But at the airport, I just saw him coming looking very downcast. You know, I, as soon as he saw me, oh, Piflo, you're on this flight. Ah, it's show for us. It's show for us. So I'm like, did you dream that you were going to die by grass? So as you're entering this plane, you're afraid. I say, well, you are right. I say, I'm here. Jesus is here. He cannot crash. I am here. Flourish is here. Jesus is here. Remember the other time I was coming from Abuja? One flight. Went the, boom, the late, you know there is Jesus. There is Jesus. There is Jesus. It's only one. Yes. Then God, I use God beg you. God, I use God beg you. Yes. When you start praying, omniscient Father, King of Kings, the magnanimity of your magnanimousness and the auspices of your, um, your, 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 your benevolence. He never do you. When he do you, God, I use God, beg you. God, I use God, I use God. Oh Lord, I use God, beg you. God, I use God, beg you. So we entered the plane, looking all cool, calm, collected, sat down, cross-legged. It was Saturday, so I was preparing to preach, going through my text. You know how it is for pastors on Saturdays? I mean, those who study, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't, yeah. Just saying. And then the plane went down. I was, Jesus. I, I said, Madam, calm down. I'm here. She looked at me. I said, yes, I'm here. I said, the Jesus you are screaming, he's here. Calm down. Godfidence. If it doesn't smell like arrogant to religious people, you are not there yet. It must look like arrogance to religious people. 
That's how you know that you are there. I said, the Jesus you are screaming is here. Calm down. Yes. It's me that I've seen myself that I preached on Sunday. It's okay now. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I've seen myself. I preached three services already. So I know that there's no way this plane. Because you cannot feature in the future that you have not pictured from the scriptures. I've seen it already. At Benila, calm down. You got it. It took you three seconds though, but it's all right. Are you listening to me? That's the possibilities that we have. So when you move around tomorrow, you hear about the dollar. Jesus was never stranded. I can never be stranded. Jesus was never hungry. I can never be hungry. So you understand this. Tell anybody I understand it now. I know my inheritance and I know my possibilities. Possibilities. I will deal with this on Wednesday. I got to close. Let me go to my text. But let me show you something that will really help you. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Come on, are you ready for this? You must understand your possibilities are in Christ Jesus. So you are not... Oh, let me show you Acts 10.38. Acts 10.38. You know that Jesus there of Nazareth... Remove it. Put flourish of the logic church. Okay? You must be obedient people. That's how you read the scripture. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? You look like you want, want to disobey me. From the way you're saying, I'm hearing you, sir. We are going to go. Let's read it. One, two, three, go. How God anointed flourish of the logic church with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. For God! I want you to say flourish of the logic church, but you disobeyed. I'm going to forgive you. Let's do it again. If you look at that thing in the Greek and Hebrew, it's me. One, two, three, go. Let's do it. Flourish Peters of the logic church with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God. So the believer is not the one oppressed of the devil. believer is the one delivering people who are oppressed of the devil so to say a believer needs deliverance you are ignorant only a, be oh. only a believer that doesn't know he's a believer that will say I need deliverance who hath delivered us Colossians who hath delivered us from the dominion of darkness and hath translated us what part of this English do you want clarification I you not see the tenses there First John 2 verse 20, 27. First John 2 27. But the anointing which you have received abides in you. Tell anybody you are anointed. Hey, say you are anointed. Your body is a conduit for the anointing. Goya Oye. That's not the anointing. No. It has expiring dates, people of God. My auntie's own, my cousin just pushed it and it fell on the ground. He said, my oye. I said, your God, you mean? He said, no. I don't need Goya. I have the oil. The anointing which you have abides in you. I carry the oil. I carry the oil. That's why I go, yeah. I go, I go. I go, I go. I go. It's within me. It's within me. 
So if you need, if you need God, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost in your pastor is not Holy Ghost Pro Max. It's the same Holy Ghost in you. He's just using his own. Use your own too. Prophecy shouldn't be breaking news. It should be confirmation. That means when God spoke to you, he copied me. How can you be hearing something from God for the first time from a prophet and say, wow. Is that what God said? Wow. Are you a bastard? You are a son. You have ears, you can hear. Say I'm a son. Say it again, I'm a son. I hear from God. Say it again, I hear from God. Let's close this service. Close. Let me give you my five slides. Just something you can go home with. But you get it? Your inheritance, sonship, your possibilities, Jesus. Everything he did, you can. Everything he did, you can. Everything he did, you can. First point is know and believe your new nature. Know it and believe. Timothy, 1 Timothy 2, 4. Who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So to know and be saved, but stay in the place where the knowledge of the truth is being taught. First, know your new... The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. It's not a renovation. It's not a refurbishment. It's not an upgraded version. You are new. You have never lived before. It says, all things have passed away. Behold, pay attention. All things are new. Pay attention. Not tell anybody, no. And believe your new nature. And that comes by salvation and what? Feeding what you are hearing right now. I'm bringing it from you, your nature in Christ. Second point is, second, the second point, quickly, quickly, quickly. Second slide. Oh God. Oh God. Confess your nature. That's what consciousness. So now that I've told you you are Christ, what do you keep doing? You keep confessing. I'm born again. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. This is who I am. You start confessing what? Your nature. Philemon 1. The Bible says that the, um, that, the, that, the, that the communication of faith will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing we have in Christ Jesus. Acknowledge it. Confess it. It brings Acknowledgement brings your reality into consciousness. From subconscious to conscious. I have always acknowledged I've I will never be stranded. Never. I'm the guy who have a flat tire in front of his organizer. I'm never stranded. I don't know. I am never. Ne it's, I think it's Palmyra Uncle. One time we traveled. Eric, they canceled the flight at the airport. Another friend of mine said, ah, how are we going to Lagos? I said, I don't know how we're going to get to Lagos. There's one thing I know. I've said it over and over again. I cannot be, I cannot be stranded. So she said, oh, me too. I've noticed that thing about you. Flourish. You're not stranded. I said, okay, so... At the airport in Abuja, I said, so we'll see tomorrow. He said, we'll see tomorrow, okay? I said, I said, no, we'll see tomorrow. They've canceled it. I said, no, no. When you go, I will go. Say said, because I know you. He said, no, you, you cannot be stranded. I'm like, okay, oh, I'm just here, sir, waiting for any opportunity. Maybe I'll buy the last flight. Maybe there's an opening. He said, no, we'll be here now. When you buy, I will buy. This lady had known me and had noticed this. He said, no, no, no. People, I know you, I eat you, that we go to Lagos today. You'll not be explaining to us how God did it. No, I want to be here. I'm not, I'm not telling you, Fabus, the person is alive. Oh. So we, start, we sat there. My phone was buzzing. I was ignoring the call. I didn't pick. I'm like, I beg, I beg. So after a while, when we had concluded that, you know what, we are not going, and maybe we'll go back to Abuja and find one or nine, stay in the hotel. 
apply the next day, tomorrow morning, call church to say, I cannot make it to, I'm stranded in Abuja. One call, for, I picked, I'll be calling you now. I saw you at the airport. I said, ah, sir, as I'm here like this, there's no flight. He said, that's what I'm saying now. Come to the private jet wing. Only me, I'm in my jet. As I, as, as I said jet, she just said her back saying, You know that? So God has done it, Abby. So we are going. I said, you are not understanding. I, so I said, oh God, sir, I have a... He said, come now, the jet is empty. It's not the same for a Let's go. That's how she went, straight. She, I told you, it will not be flourishing. <laughs> I'm too sharp for this. Now. No, I'm coming, don't worry. You both, we, we got into the jet. We're only three of us. Oh, beautiful experience. Come, get, go to Lagos. How did you get to Lagos? Now, you will know better people for this life. You will stay near them. <laughs> so when I say you are Jesus moving here on earth, I know what I'm talking about. That when people are going to, to say, call, call, don't you know already? Call that. There's something about him. When he's tight, he has a way of money. Find Toby. Don't you don't you don't know Neka? Call Neka now. Call you, uh, don't you know Jessica? Call, it should be mentioning your name. Not you are the one saying, I don't know. Oh God, no, God, oh God, where are you? God is saying, I'm inside of you. I'm here. I'm here. What can we do? Jesus cannot be stranded. Jesus walked on water. Water. Jesus fed five thousand. I can feed five thousand. Jesus healed the sick. I can heal the sick. Jesus is never stranded. I can never be stranded. Ewo. Kim, it's okay. Ewo. Must understand this. Jesus, Jesus, I love you, Jesus. Jesus. Let's let's close. Let's go again. Where's my Jonathan and where's my Saul? Come, come, Saul, come. Where's David? I need. Where, who will I use as David? I need to close the service now. Um. <laughs> okay. I didn't finish my slide. You guys. What, what point am I in? You guys sit down. Three. Nurture your nature, which is what? Practice it. So you, you, you stay by the side. You know what I mean by practice it? You're already used to lying. Let's talk now. You're already used to lying. You will not tell your mouth. Today, I will say the truth. Practice it. This is not works. Because I've told you, know and believe too. Confess your, your, your new nature. Through it, practice it. I know after church like this, gossip is doing you. You not tell your mouth. Mm-mm. I will not gossip. Then if you not say, oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I know that Sunday afternoon, there's a place you used to go to. Sunday afternoon, eh, Sunday evening. Eh. You will not tell yourself today. I will go to gist. To hear the word of God's grace. Tell your neighbor, practice it. Paul said, I put my body under subjection. When he now says that I may not be a castaway, that's not salvation. That is, that is reward. That I may not be disqualified. It doesn't mean you are going to lose your salvation. It means that you are going to be disqualified in your reward system. Join LFC. Understand Bible properly. But practice it. That, that thing wants to jump on you. You just want to insult your husband. You just want to do something to be. You're not telling yourself, no. I have a new nature. Jesus was never angry. 
It's not only to walk and water. It's that one too. Say, so can you imagine? No, I'm not depressed. Jesus was never depressed. So when the devil starts bringing, oh, uh, oh, 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 so you you now tell yourself that no, this thing that is doing me, you want to go to Pompey, say no, I'm not going to go there. You pr- you speak to yourself, you practice it, but you can't go to practice if you don't know and believe and do confession first. Shoti Bortimoso. The only Yoruba I know, don't ask me to speak under that. You, are you hearing what I'm saying? So if you go to number three without number one and number two, you are doing religion. Yes, sir. Works. You will never achieve it. That's just sin management program. But you must understand. They that know their God shall be strong and do exploit. So don't start by doing. Confess by no. What knowing does to you, it makes you strong. Don't do. Hey! But religion is just do, do, do. The next time the pastor says do, do, ask the pastor how. Whether he has been able to achieve it. Ask, say, Madam Prophetess, Madam Prophet, Madam, how are you doing it? Bishop, sir, how? That's where the prayer is. Um, you have to, you have to. So, it's they that know their God. Once you start knowing him, you are strong. And then you do exploit. You know strong no be they that know their god shall be no be strong exploit religion puts a demand on you to perform without emp- empowering you to become write it down religion puts a demand on you to perform without empowering you to become the gospel of god's grace gives you empowerment to become and not to perform are you listening to me so tell your neighbor practice it say it again say practice it so when you get a message from that man, from that somebody, you practice. Mm, start practicing it. T- t- say, Pastor is talking to you, not me. Pra- tell your neighbor, practice it. You're not listening to me. Practice it. Say it loud again. Practice it. That's what else. Give me the next slide. Four, number four. Oh God, number four. What's going on there? Do your nature. So you start manifesting. So take the, the second one. I know you want to insult her or insult him. You have the clap back. You will now send a message. Oh, sorry, sir. I thought you, I, maybe you misunderstood me. What I was trying to say is this. You go to Proverbs, soft answer, turns away rot. The person will now look and say, ah, ah. I was ready for a fight, too, but this person just, what I'm telling you, is it easy? No. Your stool is not easy for me. There's one, I have the reply. I want to reply. God, they hold my hand. I want to reply. I have the clap back. I've typed the reply already. If I if I if I release one of my abido shaker for you, you go no. <laughs> if I release my abido shaker. <laughs> but sometimes you don't have to be right, you just have to be Christ. That's what I mean by do your nature. Not every time trying to be right, just be Christ. Because if you are Christ, it's all right. There's one that God told me to apologize for. The person was talking nonsense about an apple. I was so angry apologizing. But God says, it's okay now. It's all right. Don't be angry. It's me that you obeyed now. Why are you angry that you obeyed me? It's called Katalaso. The one who was offended came to ask for peace. 
for God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That's Catalasso. He's the one that was offended that came for peace. It's not also broke out the relationship with God though. For salvation is not, is not, is not answer to prayer. It's the gift of grace. My last point. Number five. Do not go back. Focus. So that means as you start moving, make sure you're not going backwards. You may be crawling, but don't go back. Are you listening to me? You may fall like Peter, but don't go back. As you fall, get up again. Say, Jesus, put your eyes on Jesus. You start moving. Tomorrow again, you sleep. You don't go back. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me go to my text and close. Quickly, quickly, come. Quick, quick, quick. Hey. Hey. So this is David. No, no, no. David, David will be here. But this David is long for my illustration. He's <laughs> a short, cute David, but it's all right. Did you learn something today? So the Bible says, Paul, I love that. I love that media. I love that. I love that media. God bless you. I love that media. You can send it to the church lounge. People can read and grow from that. Amen. If you're in the lounge, it will be posted in the lounge today. So you can lead, read and grow from there. Our scripture, I have to restore close, says, David and Saul, David and Jonathan, when David was done making his speech, Jonathan pulled his robe and gave to David. Verse 4, verse 4. And Jonathan stripped himself of his robe and gave it to David. His garment to David. His, if I had time to break the significance of everything. His sword to David. His bow to David. His girdle to David. So he removed himself of royalty. And gave it to David. This is what qualified David to be king. They didn't even know what they were doing. But by that exchange, David became son. Because the son made him son. Servants can't make you son. This is what Jesus did on the Christ on the cross. For he made him to be seen. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. So Jesus removed his righteousness and gave us his righteousness. Removed his sanctification and gave us his sanctification. Removed his breast, his, his breastplate of righteousness, gave it us. Removed his girdle and gave everything to us. So now we become what? Sons. So we are entitled to the inheritance in the house. That's what Jesus did for us. That's exactly what Jesus did for us. Now, where's my... I need two guys from choir. Gerard, come. Gerard, quickly come. Who, who else again? Oh, I have them. Complete. So, Gerard, you stay here. You stay here. Just squat. Squat on the ground there. Squat on the ground. Clear the table. Set the table for me. D.I. D.I. Where's D.I.? D.I. should do that. Not you. Bobbly, stay here. Just stay here. Stay. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Marjorie, take, take care of it. Second Samuel chapter 9, as I close. If you miss the next five minutes, you would have missed the meat of the message, but this is important. Oh, glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Strong in Jesus' name. So David woke up one morning and said, Is there anyone in the house of Saul? Is there anyone in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Let me go again. Is there anyone in the house of Saul? That I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. Saul represents human government. For the people of Israel said, make us a king. David represents divine government. Jonathan represents Christ who died for David to come into position. 
for the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So when Jonathan stripped himself of, of his garment and gave to David, David became son. Jonathan died. So David is now saying, is there anybody in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness, not for their behavior's sake? For Jonathan's sake. That means the reason I want to show this kindness is not because that they are good. It's not because they are well behaved, but because of something between me and who? This is Jesus. God is saying, is there anybody in the world, human system, that I can show my kindness because of what Jesus has done on the cross of Calvary? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Is there anybody in the house of Saul, the world, that I may show kindness because of Jonathan's sake? Ziba responds. Who is Ziba? The Holy Ghost. For nobody comes to the Father except the Spirit. So there's one guy, he's Jonathan's son. His name is Mephibosheth. He's in Lodeba. Can you see the name Lodeba? They didn't Lodeba for a head. Lodeba means in the Greek, a place of no network. And no network, no net worth. And he's crippled, lame on both feet. He was not born crippled. But when Saul and Jonathan died, the nurse taking care of him was trying to save his life. Because if you kill the king, you kill his first son, they come after the, the, the grandson. But in trying to save Mephibosheth, the nurse fell and dropped Mephibosheth. And he lost his two feet. Some of you, life has dropped you too many times. Daddy died on you. Husband died on you. Life dropped you badly. Now it looks like you, you don't have your feet on the ground anymore. The tormentor became a, a mentor became a tormentor. Somebody who was supposed to save and protect you, dropped you. And so you are crawling on the ground. That's Mephibosheth. He's in Lodeba. He's telling his stories called the good old days. He'll be telling them in Lodeba, my, my grandfather was the king. I used to have breakfast on the table. I had everything that I needed. But he could explain, 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 explain. No evidence. No evidence. They will tell him, oh God, it's about. I get them before, no be property. They load them wherever. But David came and said, Go get Mephibosheth. Fetch him. Fetch him. So they fetched him. Fetch him. Hold up a minute. There's somebody here. God is about to carry you. You don't have good legs, but God is saying this is not leg walk. This is grace walk. I don't know who you are. God is saying you are my son. You may not be able to lift yourself right now, but it's my turn to carry you. It's my turn to lift you. And David sent for him. They brought him straight. Come, come, bring him. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Where's the seat? Bring, bring him a seat. Bring him a seat. Quickly, quick, bring a seat. Quick, sit, 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 sit. He's still being carried. Sit and put him on the chair. So they bring Mephibosheth. 
you stand on the side. To David, he's got bad legs. But a crippled prince is better than a two leg standing servant. Because now you go carry the prince. What I'm saying to you is that your condition may be that bad. And you may have messed up. Some of you, life dropped you. Some of you, you dropped yourself. And the fact that you drop yourself doesn't mean God won't come and pick you. Because his faithfulness is not predicated on your behavior, but on who he is. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The faithfulness of the shepherd is not premised on the behavior of the sheep. It's just the shepherd to take care of the sheep. You dropped yourself. It was not like that you did some, you were just being stupid. And you, it's like you've wasted your life. It's like you've ruined your life. It's like you, you've, you've scarred your life. God has said, I'm still coming to get you. Because you are my son. I will be with you to the end of the ages. That you are in this room. God is saying, I am still, you are my responsibility. I am coming to get you out of the mess. Because my DNA is involved. And distance does not dissolve DNA. Distance does not change DNA. Now Mephibosheth is here. And on the table, you have what you have, tablecloth. And when Mephibosheth sits on the table, you can't see his legs. So God knows how to bring you to the place. Where, where the table covers your legs. And his job is that he must sit on the king's table every day, eating. He's not working, he's to eat. Ziba and his servant, the Holy Ghost and the angels, are going to walk, oh you got it, to make sure that he feeds on the table continually. Because God knows how to bring you to the place where his glory covers your story. Where his power comes out of your pain. Where ministry comes out of your misery. Where glory comes out of your story. Where testimony comes out of your test and trial. He's covered properly. When he sits on the table, you don't see his leg. Because it's under the table. Covered. Grace has covered him. Because he's still a son. He may have lost his legs. But he's still a son. A crippled prince is more powerful than two legs standing servant because this is not leg walk this is grace walk are you listening to me God sent me to tell somebody you are still a son and the truth of the matter is listen to me guys today when you see men with bad legs they have better upper bodies so when he sits on the table he looks like the chairman on the table because that's what glory does it covers your stories and promote your strength where when they look at you they see Christ who is the head on the table I don't know whose word this is God wants me to tell you you have a seat on the table because you are a son you are not a servant you are not an orphan you are a son and his DNA is inside of you and nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. I hope with these few words of mine 
I've been able to convince you and not confuse you that your situation cannot change your position in Christ Jesus. You are still the righteousness of God. You are still the redeemed of the Lord. God loves you more than the devil hates you. And grace keeps working for you. Clap your hands, church. Give God praise. Hold your neighbor to your left and right. The Spirit of God will thank you. Hold that neighbor. You will be holding somebody who has been dropped. I know she looks pretty, but she may have been dropped. You are holding the brother who has been dropped. It was life who dropped her. You may be holding the woman who just trusted on the wrong people. And then her life has moved in a certain direction. You may be holding a man whose life, life has dropped him badly. But God wants me to tell you, Mephibosheth, you are in this room. You are coming back to the palace. Because the palace is your place. The palace is your place. You can't stay on the floor anymore. I said the palace is your place. You have two minutes. Pray for the neighbor. And then you pray for yourself soon. Pray for your neighbor. The palace is your place. You can't stay on the floor. The fact that the lion ate grass doesn't make him a goat. What you did is not who you are. It's what God says concerning you. That is who you are. You are the blessed of the Lord. You are not your past. You are not your mistake. Don't let it define you. I said you are not your past. You are not your mistake. Don't let it define you. Are you listening to me? Come on, somebody pray. Now leave your neighbors, pray for yourself. You are not what you did. You are not your past. You are not your mistake. Don't let it define you. Open up your mouth and pray. You are not what happened to you. You are what Jesus says you are. You are the blessed of the Lord. tell your neighbor I'm not on the floor say I'm not on the floor say it again I'm not on the floor 
I am in Christ and Christ is in me. Somebody shout glory. Let's give to the Lord so we can give the certificate for our graduation and close the service. Sorry, we had to end it. On Saturday, on Wednesday again, we continue. We'll end the Sonship series. Next week, Sunday, I'm starting the Faith series. Don't miss next week, Sunday, the Faith series. Tell the neighbor, I'm full of faith. Say, I'm full of faith.